Another year, another list of lessons learned. Welcome to the Girl Recovering Podcast. It has officially been one year since I started this podcast, and it was exactly on my 19th birthday when I started, and today is my 20th birthday. (laughs) And every year I did this trend on my blog. Every year I'd make a list of 19 things I learned in 19 years or 18 things I learned in 18 years. And a lot of people really liked those. So I decided to do 20 things I learned in 20 years because I feel like this last year, especially, I learned the most about myself, about the world, about life in general. I didn't have any crazy life experiences or anything like that, but just from a combination of being in university longer and when I worked over the summer and just a combination of a lot of things, I learned quite a bit that I thought were valuable to share. But on a side note, before we get into that, I just wanted to thank you especially because without your support and you listening to this podcast, I could never continue to be where I am today. So thank you so much for listening and for allowing me to talk to you for 20 minutes or so every few weeks. I hope to do more going forward, but this podcast has seriously helped more than anything with my mental health. And when I started this podcast, I was starting a new age of my mental health where it was getting more on track, but still wasn't great. And this podcast has become an outlet to really help me find my voice and really talk about things. And I've mentioned it before, I did do therapy and tried that and it worked for a bit, but not for too long. But this is something that I always do feel better after I record an episode. I've had emotional episodes in the past, but just talking about it and even having sometimes people respond saying that they've had similar experiences or people connecting with me on what I've talked about it means the entire world. So thank you so much for listening and supporting me. But now onto what you actually came for, which is 20 things I learned in 20 years. Being an adult now, every year I learn more than the last. And sure, I became an adult officially when I turned 18, but every year it becomes apparent to me what an actual adult is and what maturity means, not just being a mature person or dressing mature, but actually being emotionally mature and making mature decisions in your life. That's something that I've really learned this past year. And now I'm going into my 20s, which is really scary, but I'm not a teenager anymore. So I don't want to have that same mentality that I did when I was a teenager. Going into my 20s is something that blows my mind that I'm even here now, but I hope that this next chapter of my life will be the best one yet because I get to explore my life and explore what that means. You know, by the end of this decade, I could live in my own house. I'm definitely going to have my own career. In a few years, I'll have my own career. You know, one day I could have a family. Who even knows? (laughs) So the thought of that is exciting. And I'm definitely ready for this next chapter in my life. Okay, 
Now, not going too off track, let's get to the list. So number one, the more positivity you bring to your life, the more things will come easily. Now what this means is when you go at life with kindness, positivity, things just seem to come easily because you've put so much work into carving this mentality for yourself that when things go wrong, it's easier to deal with so that you really only focus on the good in your life and you realize your accomplishments more than your defeats. Because when you when you focus on the negativity and when you focus on the sadness in your life, that's all you'll see. Even if you accomplish things, you won't even see it in your life. But if you go at it from a positive standpoint and you focus on things that are more important, not always being negative, but instead being being kind and being respectful, it shows maturity and the bad things will be blindsided with the good things. And this is something that I've always seen. I always see that kinder people succeed more. And it's not just a coincidence. It's the type of emotional maturity that they have that allows them to do that. And I considered myself someone like that a while ago. And I feel I, like I kind of lost that a bit. So going back to that has really shown me that this mantra is really, really true. <laughs> because when you do have a positive attitude, more things come to you because you attract what you act like and your attitude attracts good things so if you're more positive you attract positive people into your life that make a positive impact and it's a positive and healthy relationship yes when you're positive you see more accomplishments and you feel like your life is better number two never ever ignore what your heart tells you to do when i was a kid i never let this stop me but growing up as an adult I had so many other opinions in my head that weren't my own. And I found myself a lot of the time listening to those voices, those opinions of me from other people, and let that determine where I end up. When I was a kid, I knew exactly what I wanted to do. I knew there was criticism on what I wanted to do, but I hey, I still wanted to do it. And I feel like that criticism really overcame me in a way that I shouldn't have let myself. So... That happens in a lot of scenarios in my life, and I think I go into them a little more specifically throughout this list, but if your heart tells you to be with someone, be with them. If you feel like it's right, you obviously have to use your mind. Don't forget about your mind. It is very important, but don't just rely on your mind for everything. You know, don't just choose the university that is going to make you successful. Listen to your heart and hear where it wants to go. Because the reason for this is, okay, maybe your mind chooses what's rationally correct, where you should end up in life. But if you're successful, it doesn't mean you're happy. And we only get one life as cheesy as that sounds, and you can't just waste it. We only get so many years to live, and some people lose those years unexpectedly. So why do we waste time waiting for something to happen, like waiting for a successful career, when you could be doing something now that makes you happy? Obviously, you have to weigh the consequences and the impacts of what you'd be doing, but if you could do something that still makes you 
successful. I'm not saying rich. And you could be happy or you choose the decision that everyone wants you to go with that would make you a lot more successful, but there is the risk of you not being happy. You really have to think about that because trust me when I say happiness is more important than a career some days. And if you're happy, anything can work out. So never ignore your heart and what it tells you to do because that's the biggest mistake that you could make. Number three, no matter how scary it is, you have to speak up for yourself. And all I hear is my mom in my ear telling me this, but I'm someone who, if something's wrong, I typically don't speak up for myself. Um, I don't like conflict. I don't like confrontation. I'd rather just avoid. (laughs) If something is bad, I just would rather avoid it. Not to an unhealthy reason, but for example, if I encounter a rude person in my life that I could avoid, I'm going to avoid that person. But sometimes if you don't like things, you do have to speak up for yourself. And I find it really hard speaking up to people in my life that I really look up to because, again, I don't like confrontation and I don't like fighting. And sometimes you have to speak up for things that you know the other party is not going to approve of or necessarily see eye to eye. And that's when it gets scary. And I've started to get better at this because you're not going to see a change if you don't do this. So you either condemn yourself to being upset or being dissatisfied or whatever it may be, but you have to speak up for yourself in order for things to get better or nothing's going to change. Number four, this applies to people who live away from home, but call your parents. (laughs) Um, I get so wrapped up in my environment that I forget that there's another environment out there which is home, which is my parents. Um, They've supported me throughout my entire life and they've got me to where I am today. And I get so wrapped up in school, like so wrapped up in school. And I totally forget that I have friends elsewhere and a family elsewhere. Like I know they're there, but I just, that's the thing that's on my mind is I need to finish this assignment, then this assignment, then this assignment. I need to go to this event. So it gets a lot. And when you talk to your parents, it keeps that relationship healthy and it also just makes you feel good. I always feel better after I talk to my parents and they always de-stress me, especially my dad. My dad always hypes me up. (laughs) Number five, learn to love learning. What I found when I came to university is throughout the high school, I always got really good marks and I did really well in school, but when I got to university... I found it harder to focus and pay attention and that would hurt my grades, not to a crazy extent or anything, but I found that the kids who really enjoyed the class content talked to the prof afterward just because they wanted to talk about it, those people did better. And I know so many people who just love to learn new information. And for me, in my program, we have a bunch of mandatory courses that don't always really apply to me in what I'm interested at all. The electives that I get to choose, those I want to learn about. And sometimes I'll even do outside research to learn more about it because I just really like it. And I found it hard to enjoy the classes where I'm not interested in. I know that they're all helpful in life. They're mandatory courses for a reason. 
but I have a hard time finding that interest. And when I, one time I brought someone who isn't in my program into my class and he loved it and he isn't in business. He's in computer science and he just loved learning things. If you learn to love learning, your school experience becomes much more enhanced and it can be hard to do that if you've always seen school as a means to an end. But what I do is try to go into class with a positive mind and force myself to talk to the profs too. Some classes, you can't always do this, like with math courses where there's no really real world application or it's just you're learning the formulas. This is a little trickier to do, but with qualitative courses, this is what this means. And even if you're not in school too, do some outside learning. So watch a few TED Talks while you're getting ready. Listen to a podcast. Read the news. You're always going to learn something. And the more you allow your brain to soak up more information, the more that it will help you in school because you train your brain to do this and train your brain to actually like it. Because when you have a positive outlook on something, you tend to do better just by habit. So this is really important, especially going into adulthood too because you're not always going to be in school but you're going to be in a workplace where you need to soak up as much information to learn so that you can do better at your job because that is what's going to matter in that next phase of your life and also too you want to know what's going on in the world because as an adult things become more relevant (laughs) so it's important to do this and if you kind of feel the same way you can start doing this by maybe turning on news notifications or downloading a news app um what I do is I bookmark the news for my school and for Toronto, which is the city I'm nearby, but most of the information is just through there. And over time, you will find yourself learning to love learning. Number six is create the life that you want, not what others want. So many people, especially parents and family come into play here, want you to do a specific thing or want to guide you because they think that because you're young, you don't really know the best next play for your career. But that isn't true because everyone has their own mind and their own interests and they know what makes their heart pound faster when they work on something. You really don't want to work a dead-end job and you don't want to work something that you don't like because if you start that at a young age, that's not a good setup for the rest of your life. No matter what people say, even if your interests don't seem to be like everyone else. There is a career for you out there. Don't get too stressed thinking that you're not going to be a doctor or a lawyer or a financial advisor and you're not going to make that much money. That's not the truth. In today's day and age, especially for younger people, people are making higher income because of these creative jobs. At the end of the day, your life is only yours. So you really do have to Make the effort to create the life that you actually want. Maybe one day you need to sit down and determine every aspect of your life and what you want to do. For example, I set down my goals for my life in general. What do I want my life to look like in six months, a year, five years, ten years? And that comes from you. People can help you with guidance, but no one's going to tell you what to do. If someone does try to do this or you hear another opinion in your head, Just think that's opinion is wrong if it's not coming from you because you don't want to be stuck, especially in your 20s. (laughs) Number seven, if you don't like something, you can change it. This has really come in handy in the past year or so for me is 
I've been in these unhappy ruts. You can change it. <laughs> if you don't like where you are, move. If you don't like who you're being around, change that. If you don't like the program you're in, change that too. You have the ability to change things in your life if you don't like them. Don't stay stuck. There is always another way you just have to find it. And especially being an adult, you have more access to changing this now. Maybe as a kid, maybe starting university, you don't really know how the world works, but you do now. You have the tools. If you're an adult, you're most likely legal to do everything <laughs> that you need to do if that comes down to it. So do what you need to do and make yourself happy because again, we're not wasting life this next year. Eight. Again, this is another career-based one, but this is what has been important to me, especially in this last year, because that is the next stage of my life that I'm moving into. But number eight, your career means nothing if you aren't happy. At the end of the day, if you put yourself in a place to start a career that is not going to make you happy, you're going to be stuck and it's going to destroy you because, you know, some people get a job and they don't like it and that's okay. That doesn't mean you're stuck. But if you choose a career that you're doing for the wrong reasons, whether it be money, greed, something else, you're not going to be happy. When you're an adult, you do not have time to not focus on that because you have so much freedom in your life. You get your job. You get to, not beggars can be choosers because when you're trying to get a job, you just, you have to get a job, but we're talking about your career. So what career do you want? You need to be happy in order to have a mature mindset and therefore make mature decisions going into adulthood. Number nine, work out in the morning. You won't regret it. When I was in high school, I used to work out after school. That was usually the time that I would set for myself to work out. So that meant that I never worked out <laughs> because by the time you get home from school, you're exhausted. And the last thing that I wanted to do was work out. Over the summer, I started working out first thing in the morning. I would spend a little bit of time in bed. The first thing that I would do when I got up was go to the gym, go work out. And it set up my day so nicely because then I felt refreshed, I felt energized, I felt in a good mood because working out always puts you in a good mood. No matter what you want to tell yourself, it does, so just do it. Um, but when you work out in the morning, you just get it out of the way, you feel good for your day, you have those positive endorphins flowing, and it's always a plus. So even if you have to wake up earlier, just work out in the morning. Okay, number 10. Don't take everything too seriously. There are subject matters that need to be taken seriously, and you know which ones those are. But not every single thing in your life needs to be taken seriously. If things are out of your control, don't try to control them because there's nothing you can do. So there's no point stressing over things that you can't change. Don't stress yourself out over things that don't need to be stressed out over. It's really not worth it. So don't do it. Number 11, cut out toxic people or even toxic reminders. It is not the time to have people in your life that you don't want to see. <laughs> that was what high school was for. That is not what now is about at all. If there's someone that you don't want to see, don't see them. You can cut them out. It doesn't matter. If you think they're going to be in your life and going to have a bad influence, just cut them out. If they don't make you happy, if they make you upset, if they carry bad reminders with you, just let it go. You're an adult. You can make your own decisions. You don't have to be subject to people who you don't like. Number 12. At the end of the day, the only person that actually matters in your life is you. I really struggled this year with getting people's opinions of me in my head and letting that drive me and letting that determine what I do every single day. 
and I let those thoughts and those voices shape a new person basically because I no longer became the person that I was. I was this robot of all these opinions of me and I felt that I was just being strangled every day, all day. But at the end of the day, when the lights are off, when there's no one around, it's just you. And if you can't be happy with that, then that's a problem because people will always have opinions of you. People suck. So they'll always have opinions of you. But if you're not happy with yourself, then that's the only opinion that matters. If you are doing stuff that doesn't come from you, that's a problem. Because who cares if you make other people happy just by doing things, okay? They should be focusing on themselves, not you. So you are really the only person that matters at the end of the day because you're the one that you you have to live with not everyone else number 13 no one cares and no one is looking at you so stop worrying what people think going along with the last one i got so pressured by people always judging what i do or people if i do something wrong people really they're not looking at you or if they do they won't remember because people are so preoccupied with themselves. Just think, if you are so nervous about what other people think, then think about if everyone was like that. Then they wouldn't even notice you because they're so wrapped up in their own problems and their own fears that they're not noticing you. And everyone is like that a little bit. At the end of the day, people are self-involved. They pay attention to themselves. That's just the hard fact. I'm still trying to deal with that and still trying to learn that. Number 14, immerse yourself in art. This sounds like some type of Tumblr quote or Pinterest quote, but art is something that's really calming and peaceful. And I love using art as an outlet to calm myself down. It's really helped with my anxiety and it's hard to explain. It's cool to see different art forms. And yeah, okay, I was an art kid at one point in time, but <laughs> it is something that is really important in life because there's art all over you and it's important to take in because I really find it really interesting and find it really calming and I, I don't know, I just find it important. There's probably a TED talk all about why art is important or something, but we'll just leave it at that. Number 15, if you love someone, don't let anyone stop you. Just want to put a side note here, unless that's a toxic relationship but you know if it is. Trust me, you do. You won't admit it to yourself, but you do. But we're talking about if this is not a toxic relationship. People can have so many opinions about your relationship. So many. And I struggled with that because I felt like if I didn't have the perfect relationship to everyone else, that I was just constantly worrying about that. And family dinners, friend dinners. I was always just so anxious the whole time because if me and my boyfriend didn't act the right way or say the right things, then I feel like we'd be judged. But at the end of the day, this isn't everyone else's relationship. It's yours. <laughs> you know what your relationship is. You know what makes you happy. You know that you love that person. And if that person is making you happy for the right reasons, it doesn't matter what it looks like to other people. And if they do love you for the right reasons and you're in a healthy relationship, it will show. And you won't need to explain yourself. And that's something that I get wrapped up in so 
much because I always try so hard to impress my family that my boyfriend's perfect. I know that he is. I know that he makes me happy. But I get so wrapped up in the fact that I need this to look perfect to my parents. But the people in my life who maybe who have been in my family, like my grandmother, for example, or a colleague of mine, well, several colleagues of mine, who are older than me, who are about my parents' age, who have met my boyfriend, all these people that I'm not trying hard for me and my partner to impress, they all tell me the same thing, which is with, you're dating a good guy, your relationship is healthy, this is good for you, I'm proud of you. And I feel like with my parents... Okay, not just with my parents, but with just, I'm just using them as an example, but with people in general, I feel like everyone's trying to impress their parents when it comes to bringing someone home. But let's just go with everyone. You want it to look a certain way, but if you're stressed, it's, it doesn't matter. And, you know, if you love someone and it is healthy and you know it's healthy, then, like, why are you letting people come between that? and letting you stress yourself out. If you have a group of friends that tell you how amazing your relationship is and impressive that your relationship is, they see that because they see it from an outside view that's not colored. They see what you actually are. It's something that I let get to me is making sure that my relationship looks perfect all the time. But it's your relationship. If you want to love someone, love them. Love them fully and completely. Take risks. Sometimes you need to, but within reason, by the way. Love someone if you're gonna love them. Don't hide it. Don't pretend it. Don't lie about it. Just love them. And the rest will fall into place as it should. Okay, number 16. You are better than you think you are. You're always going to be harder on yourself than anyone ever is. You may hear a million voices in your head telling you to stop when you shouldn't because you're not going to see how good you are <laughs> unless you're some person who is really 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 confident even then though you never see how good you actually are and chances are you are so much better than you think that you are most of us no matter how we speak of it we're always going to be insecure and that's something that lives with a lot of people for a long time but you have to get out of your head that you are better than you think you are and i'm not saying this because you need to be really cocky all the time. It's not for that. It's more so that you need to think like that so that you know you're capable of doing things that you're holding yourself back from because it can get in the way of that and that is just wasted potential, which is the worst thing that you could possibly do. Number 17, material things really don't have any meaning. <laughs> there are maybe some things in your life, artifacts, things like that, that really do mean things, but at the end of the day, material things are not going to change anything. If you have the same jacket as everyone else, or if you have a better quality phone, it doesn't matter. It's not going to make you a better person. It's not going to make you seem a better, cooler person or whatever it may be. Maybe you want to be a certain way. You want to dress classy so you can be classy. You want to have certain things so you can be a certain way. But material items are not going to change that. It's going to be you. It has nothing to do with what you have on you. Maybe it will make you feel better, but that may last for a day and then you'll realize that it was a stupid purchase because it comes from you not from material things number 18 spend the time you worry about things you can't control focusing on making yourself better with all the time that you have trying to control things that you can't that's so much wasted time that people stress so much over and it kills people so much 
but you can spend all that time that you've wasted on making yourself better. And that sounds like the much better option, in my opinion. Although, I'm a little bit of a hypocrite here. I'm trying. (laughs) I like to control... Well, I don't like to admit that I control everything. Because I don't. I definitely don't. I stress that I can when I can't. But I'm trying. I'm working. Because you can't control everything in your life. And some things you just need to let go. Let other people or things or whatever control it. Because you can't. And just spend all that time worrying, focusing on making yourself better because that's what matters. (laughs) Number 19, it's not that they don't care. You just don't know what other people are dealing with. I like to overthink a lot if you can't tell from this list already. And sometimes it seems like my friends don't care about me or the people in my life don't care about me. And it can make me really upset and I feel like they don't even notice me. But at the end of the day, you have no idea what people are dealing with that they don't tell you. I mean, heck, I don't even tell people what I'm going through half the time. And yeah, sometimes I might ignore people without even noticing them. Maybe I might seem a little off to someone because I want to keep quiet because I'm having a really sad day. And they may take that as, oh, she doesn't like me. And I do the same thing. I'm on the other side. I think that too. But it's dumb because I know that I've been on both sides of it. So why don't I understand? You think someone doesn't care about you. That's not the truth. It's just that they're going through stuff. Because that is the truth there. If someone doesn't like you, you'll probably know it for facts. And if you think someone doesn't like you because they don't smile at you every single time you see them, it's probably not on purpose. Like nine times out of ten. So you'll know if someone doesn't like you. And chances are it won't really matter if they don't. Um, If people are spending time with you, they like you. If they don't seem that engaged, probably because something else is going on. So just keep that in mind because I have tried to change my mindset on that. Number 20, be happy and keep smiling even on the hard days. Just try to make yourself smile at least once a day. My Nono always said that and he would always tell me to just be happy. And obviously that's not easy. You can't just listen to someone and automatically be happy. But just try to smile at one thing each day and try to look for the good in each day. And even when it's hard, if you can force yourself to smile, even if it's not a real smile, over time, it will become one. And you just have to push through until you get there. And it sucks pushing through. And it's exhausting. And I hate it. Because I am in that situation where my life isn't truly happy. And I am trying everything on this list. I'm trying to change it. But some days you have to fake it. I find that when I pretend to be happy, sometimes just the energy around me will get me there. Just keep fighting, keep smiling, and try to be happy. Because one day it will come if you keep looking at the good in life. So those are the 20 things that I've learned in 20 years, more so really in this past year than anything at all. But a lot of these lessons came from the people that I've surrounded myself with this past year. But at the end of it, I did just want to take a minute because... I learned a lot of these from people in my life and the people that I surrounded myself with. A lot of this were hard lessons learned from my parents teaching me about being an adult emotionally. (laughs) I know how to be an adult with finances and, and things like that. That's never something I've struggled with, but it's being emotionally mature has brought a whole new meaning to that. And also them, also my grandfather, he always taught me a lot of these things too. And as well as my colleagues over the summer, I got the opportunity to work alongside a lot of amazing women who are older than me and much more wiser than me. 
and taught me to not stress out about things and would tell me what they see, which meant so much to me hearing what they see in me because what I work so hard to achieve is what they see every day, even on my worst days. And they taught me so many of these lessons above just from talking to them about things that are going on in my life and them giving me incredible advice every single time. And also with this too is I wouldn't have been able to learn half these things without my friends and my boyfriend in my life too. It really does matter the people you surround yourself with because they encourage you to grow. So choose right people to be around and be grateful for the people that you are around. All these people that I mentioned, I am truly grateful for and not a day goes by that I don't think of that. So thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. I'm so glad to celebrate the one year anniversary of this podcast and I'm excited for many more. So Thank you, thank you again for tuning in and listening. So make sure to stay updated by following at the Girl Recovering on Instagram. And I look forward to new exciting things in the future. Have a good rest of your day.